I just want to correct the record, Brian. I'm sorry. It's 1500. Oh, it's 1500. Yeah. <laughs> I want it to be more like Dragon Ball Z type power <laughs> levels. That's what I'm. Brian, that's should, what I'm thinking of. Should we refer to Harry Kane as Mr. Threat? Uh, he is a Mr. Threat. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. Holy crap, what a break. My name is David Smith. Scott Weeby. My mic smells weird. It's been, it's been in the bag too yeah, long, hasn't this, it? It's the, been in the box. The, this little foam cover is not doing great. <laughs> Brian Chesko. Gentlemen, welcome. Merry New Year, guys. Welcome back. It's a new year. It's a new us. Lots of football has been played, and we are going to talk about it, and I'm very excited about that. Uh, we are just coming off, as fans, a 40-match, 14-day binge. Holy smokes. Yeah. Of the Premier League. Four match weeks took place with a wrinkle. One of them had nine matches. One had 11. Hope you're yeah. prepared for that. Well, We'll discuss that in a little bit. Vice captains. The festive fixtures were something else. The festive holiday period was... Amazing. Uh, it was almost a little bit too much. In fact, I, I hurt my back over the holiday period. <laughs> on, really? I'm not going to say it was because I watched too much football, but I'm not saying it wasn't because I watched too much football. Help. No, absolutely. I, 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 I put, put my back out a little bit. It wasn't very good. Uh, we were alive and active over the festive holiday period, but only on Twitter. Hopefully you enjoyed following us on Twitter for that. Oh, now, yeah. We, we submitted one tweet for every one of the 40 matches that took place over the 14-day period. Uh, and so that was fun. But now we're back in the way that we like to be back, which is in your audio podcast feed. And I hope that you enjoy I missed it, it man. I, I was listening back, just trying to remember what we used to sound like and how things went. Man, and I was our, like, "What our lives were like in 2017?" Yeah, it was so long ago. The forgotten year. Let's not. <laughs> let's not make jokes like haven't seen you guys since last year. So let's not. No, I'm not going to go there. But there's been what 40 plus games ish since we've recorded last, or we're 40 close plus to it? ish. It was exactly 40, Dave. That's 40 ex- that's matches and 14 days. And now we're here to talk about it. And in fact, here's what we're going to do: we're going to put four episodes into your feed this week. Because we love you, and we want you to love us, and, and we know you do, and so you're going to get a lot of us. Sure. Now and the way that you're going to get us... They're not going to all be a ton of minutes. In no. other words, no, no, not, they're not, not going to be 90 not minutes not typical, each one, Brian. No, for the next 75 to 95 <laughs> minutes will not be our typical podcast. Let's hope not. Okay. But what we are going to do is give you four episodes, each covering, each covering five clubs in the Premier League table. Right. And what you should do about the players on those clubs moving forward with the last 40 that matches uh, that took place during the festive holiday period in mind. Right. So that's exactly what we are going to do. Now, it shouldn't be any surprise to anyone that the title of this is Clubs 1 through 5, so we're going to start at the top of the table and that's what you're going to get in this episode. And it shouldn't surprise anyone that the three clubs that had the most successful Festive holiday period. Right. All were in the top, top of the five. table. Yeah, yep. sure. Three, three clubs took 10 out of a possible 12 points during the holiday fixtures, and all three are in the top five. Off the top of your head, guesses, you, you got at least two of these. Well, City. City's one. Obviously. Spurs. Spurs is two. Mm-hmm. And Chelsea. No, 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 not Chelsea. 
Uh, United. Really? Liverpool. You didn't watch I know, football. I know. All right. <laughs> Liverpool. I to drag yes. That out. City, Liverpool, <laughs> and Tottenham were the three most successful. Shouldn't surprise anyone. Took 10 out of a possible 12. No one took all 12. Right. Not even City. So let's get into it, shall we, gentlemen? We shall. All right. Here we go. Under Our festive holiday read, read, read mix. Off to the old matches. What? Redux. Yeah. Why That's not how you pronounce it, right? No, I don't think so. All right. Here we go. We'll start with first place, Manchester City. They entered the festive holiday period in first, and they ended it in first, again taking 10 out of a possible 12. Uh, Three wins and a draw, the lone draw coming at Crystal Palace, which probably surprised everybody. Uh, The top-scoring players on City, two guys had three goals, Sergio Aguero and Raheem Sterling. Oh, Captain Raheem. You captained him? Uh, I... Pretty much left it on Raheem, and it really? worked out. Listen, my festive holiday, fantasy-wise, has been very good. That's great, Dave. There was one, the third week, match week, was bad, like real bad. But that was the week there was only nine games. Mm-hmm. It was a weird fantasy week for everyone. I think it was, I don't remember which week. It was a third, though, in there. But the first and second, I had crazy good weeks. And the fourth, I had a crazy good week. So, like, for the festive holiday period, I mean, I'm moving up the charts, Scott. You're f- and what, I am loving my lineups right now. Good. Oh, Very yeah. good. I mean, we might have to discuss it. Absolutely. Well, that's why we're here. Listen, I've been in the cellar, so any momentum I can I can generate. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, most people right now are captaining Harry Kane and Mo Salah, but I like the Raheem Sterling. It's outside the box listen, a little bit. Going for some differential there. Well, you're right. So I, I have I have to, honestly. I've been in the bottom. But let me give you Sterling's last five matches. 12? No, no. Let's go six. Let's make it fun. 9, 12, 13, 11, 1, and 9. You find me anyone whose numbers are better than that over the festive period. And uh, especially for at his price at 8.9... Let me tell you something. His points per pound is high. That's true. Very high. Not many people are going to give you the value, true value, for the season. That Scott Rick, loves that, that term, Rick value. Sterling has given. Especially well, considering he started the season at $8. I love value in, in, the, uh, in the realm of points per pound. Right. That's right. Points per pound. Uh, and, and listen, Scott, I, I wrote down some points per pound for the top two players. Actually, probably more on some teams. But I'm going to give you the top two, unless you ask otherwise. Okay. I'm going to give you the, at least the top two players okay. on each team. Points, I have to imagine it's points competitive per pound. for Manchester City. That's a competitive stat. Uh, it is. There's two guys at the top. Sterling's one of them, and he's not the highest. Okay. The other is Otamendi. Oh, wow. Otamendi it has the highest points per pound number of any player in the EPL currently. Really? Absolutely. And it is at a 17.5. You will not hear a higher number the rest of the pod than points per pound at a 17.5 for Brian, your Nicholas Otamendi. All I remember back to is, is when Nicholas Otamendi uh, got his fifth yellow and I know it was. Yeah, he had his price was was dropping rapidly, and people were bailing on him. And I remember yep. thinking, basically, I had to make the decision: Do I want to sell him like everyone else is doing? Yeah, 
or do I keep him because I know that their schedule was really good after the suspension was over? And, and what now did you do? I, I kept him. I, ne- I never sold him, but it was that it's that, those moments where you see the price of a player that you're trying to hold saying, I'm going to stick with this guy. And you watch it as it's like slowly dropping 10th after 10th and thinking like, if this guy keeps plummeting, I'm stuck. And it didn't. And Otamendi start he he recovered and now he's i would assume he's one of the one of the most uh of, as far as value goes one of the fastest risers his price keeps going up and up and up Nick, nicholas Odomendi in the last six of eight games has scored six points or higher two of those games 11s two of them eights okay and in five of those eight games he got bonus points two of them Three-point bonus points, two of them two-point bonus points. So Nicholas Otamendi, whether you realize it or not, is value points per pound, and then Sterling on City is right behind him. Kevin DeBrowna, Sterling is at a 16.4 points per pound. Okay. The, uh, KDB is at 13.43. So, and then, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, City has a ton of players that you'd love to have in your team. But if you're looking for the most value, those three players, but Odomendi for sure and Sterling, and, and, and that shouldn't be rocket science. You should be able to look at it and say, oh, yeah, well, I mean, he's got a lot of points. He's not very expensive. Sure, I, I yeah. want him on my yeah. team. He's an easy move. If you've got Alonzo or, or Dave Espilicueta or Antonio Valencia, it's an easy move to make to and, get more value. And, he, and here's the thing. A lot of people right now are thinking, do I use my wild card? Because the wild cards are Absolutely. now available again, yeah. right? And so one thing I would tell everyone listening to this is, especially when uh, maybe not this pod, we're only going to discuss the top five uh, clubs in this pod. On the future pods coming up, the reason, one of the reasons why you would want to listen to them, because if you are thinking about using a wild card, you're going to hear points per pound for these other players on these other teams that you think – I would probably never want anyone on that team, but there's players out there, some cheap players who are producing yep. that that you're going to hear, and you're going to be like, and so in other words, if you use your wild card and completely change your entire team, you're going to be able to grab some of these guys who have high value points per pound, and then still get the guys, the high scoring guys that you want, the more valuable guys mm-hmm. that you often come to mind. Um, you're going to be able to mix year. and match those things, and that's going to be really important. That's true. This is a year, you know, it, it's kind of evolved a little bit. It was very you know, forward heavy to start the season, and then things kind of shifted to the midfield. Yeah. But now it's more of kind of a mix, and there's like four or five guys that you're probably going to have at your core, yeah. and then you just got to fill around them yeah. with the money that you have, and that's kind of the recipe to success right now. Yeah. I want to look at one other guy, uh, and that is one of the top goal scorers from these last four matches for City, and that's Sergio Aguero. Yeah. That injury to Gabriel Jesus for the next couple of months yeah. makes Sergio Aguero a, a, a must-own? Is he must-own? Um, well... So I'll say this: If you're looking at points per pound, his 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 value is 11.7 pounds. He's only scored 111 points in the year. Now listen, the the one small flaw in the points per pound is this: right, it doesn't calculate when guys are missing games. Right. But yeah. what's the bottom line? But we can recover that information with something else. We can add. To what is that, Brian? <clears throat> we can talk about something that might help people determine what they want for per match. So we can talk about points per match. Ooh, okay. As well as points per pound. Let's jump into and that. And this is a good place to do it because 
Scott, to your point, mm-hmm. I think probably I would wager that Aguero and Jesus, the annoyance for, mm. for ownership up to this point between Aguero and Jesus has been felt strongly by anyone who owned either of them. But looking at the totality, Dave, to your point yep. of, of matches played versus matches missed. Right, right, right. The way we're going to do this, Dave, I'll, I'll do this for you. Okay, you can, yeah, sure. You can guess because I'll give you I'll give you Sergio Aguero's points per per match. Okay. I want you to, and then I want you to guess what you just give me a guess on because both guys both guys are are decent for the season. Both guys have a decent number match. of of, okay. of points total. Yeah. But I want you to guess what you think. I'll give you Sergio Aguero's. Okay. Sergio Aguero, and I, the way I'm figuring this, and I would do this for every player that I when when if I bring up points per match, I'm looking at matches played that, that they had like 60 plus minutes. No, I am looking at matches that they I would say that where they made even an appearance. The reason why I say that is because once you because you can get into the math at some point and and see a guy that comes on for seven minutes or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, and. There are plenty of guys that have come on for twenty or thirty or five or whatever who have had an impact yeah. while they're out there. Yeah. So it's really hard to pick and choose. So I'll just so I just felt like it was safer just to say, did you make an appearance? If you made okay. an appearance, okay. So Sergio Aguero has appeared in seventeen of the twenty two matches up to this point okay. in the season. Gabriel Jesus has made an appearance in eighteen matches. Okay. 18 out of the 22, that's surprising. Yes. That's surprisingly high to me for some reason. Sergio Aguero's, his per-match scoring, yeah, 6.53 wow. points per match. That seems high. In the 17 matches in which he has appeared. Okay, so so Jesus, I'm going to guess Jesus, has, right? Yes, you're guessing Jesus. He has There's been in 18 matches. What do you think Gabriel Jesus's points per match is I think it's Madrid. lower. I don't. I I should know off the top of my head how many goals he has. I think it's probably lower. I would say it's probably closer to a four and a half to five. What's your guess? What's your final guess, Dave? Don't leave the people hanging. Uh, uh we'll go four and a half. You're close. Yeah. Four point two eight. Wow. That is massive. That's a huge difference. And I think I own Jesus. I never owned Aguero this season. I've yeah. only owned Jesus. And looking at that, like now you have twenty, you have out of twenty-two matches and seeing that, Jesus did not play at all against Crystal Palace, Swansea, Bournemouth, and Watford. Okay, Sergio Aguero has been he has he has missed Chelsea, Stoke, West Brom, Leicester, and Manchester United. He missed five. He did not play in five matches. So. Those are big clubs, too. Aguero played 24 minutes against Bournemouth in week three. Other than that, he has only been less than 60 minutes one other time, Okay, which was against Tottenham. That was 57 minutes against Tottenham. I just feel like... So when he plays, he plays. When he plays, he plays a a lot. And he scores. And he's scoring at a ridiculous rate. And Jesus is not a threat any uh, for the next several weeks. Right. I'm sitting here and I'm ser- uh, we're 
we're going deep into math more than maybe we ever have before. <laughs> no, so I, I, those but, of you who say that we're just all about the narrative and we're not we're not stat heavy enough. Yeah, eat eat it eat it. But anyway, <laughs> you want a comparative you want a comparative number? Yeah, sure. yeah. For, Do sure. you want to know what Harry Kane's per match? In yes, the 20 yes, matches do. in which he's played. Do you I know mean, we're his? not getting to we're not on to Spurs yet, but no, sure, Brian, good. tell me. Compare it. 6.65. So he's right there. Harry Kane. Harry Kane. He is a, he's 0. 0.12 Sergio Aguero and Harry Kane in that regard per match. Right. So, now, so if, if you got 20 matches of let, Harry Kane, you, say, you got 17 matches well, of Sergio Aguero. And my point is if if Aguero didn't have a Jesus he would be another Harry Kane. He'd probably be well, fourteen dollars. Where I miss from for injury. start of the season that weird car accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I mean, yeah. there's, there's, I don't. At the end of last season, Jesus was starting games in front of Aguero. It's true. But it yeah. feels like this season, sure, that hasn't been the case. He's missed no. games. This the in spite of Jesus being the there. other big thing with Jesus is that he has played half. Half the game or less seven times. Wow. In addition to his four did not participate. Wow. But in three of those. That's why he's not in the top forward. But to our, to what we had said earlier in the season about super subs and you get, you know, they they were effective off the bench. He scored or assisted in three of those matches where he played half or less, which is why he still has value. Now, the issue is. I don't believe Pep. I don't believe him. Believe him what? I don't believe that Jesus is going to be out until February. I don't believe... I, maybe he misses. The, I just don't believe it. You think he's coming back the sooner? Debrana can't was oh. carted off. He was he was back. stretchered off. And he was back And was week. walking gingerly, and it was like, well, we'll have to see. It was, and he's back, and he starts, and he plays basically the entire game. The next game, two, yeah, days, well, two days later. Right. Just think, Scott, if we had some form of I know injury protocol, the, we could go to. I just love the fact only. that I love the fact that Brian used the phrase "walking gingerly" to describe Kevin. <laughs> yeah, oh well, oh, yeah. well very, very punny of you, Brian. Gingerly, listen. I, I like as much as I think. Yeah, he probably. He, I'm sure he's injured. He's obviously missed already. He, he, yeah, he's out, but. All right, so let me take I, the I other really side, honestly Brian. don't believe that it's going to be as long as they say. Okay, that's a fair point, and you give me pause. Here's what I'm sitting here thinking about doing with my lineup. Think about playing my wild card. I worked really hard to go from Lukaku to Kane. It took several weeks right. of free transfers to do. And I'm looking at my lineup and thinking I want to do the same thing with Murata to Aguero. Yeah. But that would take way too long. I, I've already done that. So I'm thinking about playing my wild card and rearranging my lineup to yeah. get there now knowing that I could sell back down when Jesus returns if I want to do that. And or if Murata picks up form. Correct. And have that money then to help me with transfers in other places later. I don't think you should do that. Okay, why? Because I have him, and I just don't want you to have (laughs) So it's a good idea, but you don't want me to stay ahead of you. Yeah, personally, selfishly, I don't want you to do that. All right. Well, Uh, podcast fans at home, you can do it. (laughs) I wonder, the only thing I wonder is because... Can they fill? Could they fill Aguero's absence with other players? What do you mean absence? Where's I'm it going? saying I'm saying that Aguero without Jesus is going to play. You'd say presumably he plays a majority of minutes, gets yes. at least sixty to eighty. 
Yes. Probably on the higher side of that. Yep. Potentially 90 minutes, depending on the game. Yep. Is if they were to rotate him, could they rotate him without, like, with the existing, were there existing, with existing players? Team? Does Raheem Sterling become that? Does no. he move to? I mean, they, they could possibly. They move could use him some central. rotation with Alexis Sanchez. That's what I was going to say too. <laughs> I mean, if if in the event that the apparently sure. imminent sale of Alexis Sanchez to Manchester City, does he become that guy? At Maybe. least in Who the knows? short term. So you sure. raise a question that is more general in nature, but we should answer it up front, and that is: Should everyone listening to this wait to play their wild card until the tra- the January transfer window is over? Absolutely, in my opinion. But that closes the window then on being able to do what you want to do, capitalizing the Jesus injury with Aguero. I would uh, say maybe we don't know. It could be longer. Right now, it's four to six weeks. Right. Sure. That's the month of January. Well. Right. Well. So it it could be longer. And what if Alexis doesn't get sold at all, first of all? It's right. Right. very speculative. But what if he also gets sold at the end of the window? I've got four more matches I can right. capitalize on Aguero with well, right no, now. And, and not only that, I mean, there's no way in the world we would ever, at the at that amount, we would never say buy Alexis Sanchez for your sure. midfield. There's the, no way in the world. Even Absolutely. when he goes to City. Even I'm at City, there's right I away. agree. Yeah. I agree 100%. But, but yes, to, to me, Sergio Aguero as first or second choice striker is especially seems, with the fixture a, list seems an absolutely okay no but let me brainer. put you on the spot brian i'm saying i'll play my wild card to do it would you do the same thing oh man i have been so tempted to play my wild card for the last at least we're the already, last for a uh, for the from the second that it appeared i was gonna say we're already <laughs> three matches into the second half there's only 16 more to go yeah that's not too early right well, no. it's. I don't think it look, is. If you got to make a move, if you got to make a move, you got to start making it soon. Yeah, you I'm might looking as well at the guy, it, Dave. I'm looking at the guy. This, I'm looking at Brian. Yeah, the guy who played all of his chips one at a time in the last three weeks of the I, season and, last week and to wins. skyrocket up the table. And Understood. Win the so, I mean, this wow. is. I do feel the desperation in what I'm saying. Sure, sure. Knowing that his winning formula is the opposite of what I'm. Talking about <laughs> well, no, anyway. I, I'm trying to remember when I used my wild card in the second half of the season last season. I really I don't remember. I don't know that out. it was. I don't know that it was early. But I, but yeah, I think if that's the way you need to get him, right? To me, the the um the I I want to give you the numbers of the people below Kane and Aguero so bad, just <laughs> just so you can see, see the differential. Yes, like it is. It Stag- is it's staggering, more it? than a point to every other one of the top wow. strikers. It wow. is more than a point. Well, wow. I'm, I'm glad that I have those two guys, Maybe but I don't it. want you to have them, Scott. All right, fair enough. <laughs> we move to Manchester United. They entered the festive holiday period in second place, earned, a, earned six out of a possible 12 points during their four That's matches. not great, is not it? Great, not great, and not, they not still ideal. managed to exit the holiday period second overall in the table, but just barely close, much closer now to Chelsea below them than they are to City above them. Uh, three draws and a win, of course. Uh, six goals in those four matches, not a great scoring record. Three of those goals coming from Jesse Lingard. Hey, Scott, what did I say? Hey, listen, you see this? What's this, Scott? You're What's patting that? yourself on the back. I'm not going to often pat myself in the back, but what did I say last pod? That it was time to what? I don't remember. It was time to own a Lingard. <laughs> it was so long ago. <laughs> it was so long ago. Let's be honest. But I said, 
it was time to own a Lingard. Okay. And if anyone listened to me, if anyone out there ever, besides myself, because I listened to myself, sometimes owned a Lingard, you're going to be really happy with, with his production, probably because no one else has him. His well, ownership now is up to 15%, which is decent. And it's high now. But let me tell you something. Jesse Lingard, and, and he's not going anywhere out of that starting lineup. He has found a spot, and he has been very opportunistic in in his goal scoring and his matches. His five matches, last five matches, 10, 5, 13, 2, and 8. Since week 14. Oh. I that- don't know that anyone... Since he is starting, since he has gotten to start and play significant minutes as a, for the most part, striker, I don't know that anyone other than maybe Sterling, Mo Salah, or, or yeah, Sterling, Salah. yeah, you, has had right, more right. points yeah. than Jesse Lingard. If Jesse only Lingard we calculated that. Jesse Lingard played only one time between weeks one and thirteen. Did he play more than twenty nine minutes? I know. Um. How about a points per how about a points per match uh guessing game with Jesse Lingard, you guys? Oh. Jesse Lingard, his total, so the total for the eighteen I've, matches in which he has appeared, his total points per match is four point seven eight hmm. points per match. That's it? What do you think his points per match is since week fourteen? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I got you. I'll put it up there around the six where we said Kane and Aguero were. I think it's higher. I think it Wouldn't is. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't uh, seven and a half to eight. Wow. What's your guess, Dave? I'm close. Dang it. Seven and a half. Eight. Go seven and a half. Oh. I'm going to go higher. Eight. It is 7.78 points per match. Technically, I was Since wow. week 14. He, wow. has, he has 70 points since yeah. week 14. Yeah, that's outrageous. total for this season. I, I Listen, only like Sterling, Salah, and maybe Sané – are close to those numbers. I, I could guarantee it. It's crazy. Um, I know that's a good bit, but listen, I don't. I want to say again, Paul Pogba's points per match in the matches that he's played, and this is including his the dip in form that he had four matches ago. This stat is going to be really interesting because we're going to cross section it with points per pound, mm-hmm. and you're going to see the value of your stat. Because of he's missed a lot of games, yeah. So, so your stat is going to weigh heavier than someone who plays every match, and a points per pound yeah. gives you a better value. Go Remember, ahead. we're talking about Sergio Aguero at six and a half, Kane at six point six five, Paul Pogba. His points per match in the twelve matches that he's played is six point two five. Wow. Huh. 12 matches, 6.25 points per match. And I'm saying that, so it was it was more like seven mm. before when he came back from his suspension, he went like, I think, two, three, two, or two, three, two, two, or right, something right. like that in yeah. the three, first three matches since he came back. But he was playing basically right beside Nemanja Matic as a, more defensively in the midfield, the second he steps up into the attacking position yep, in midfield, when they when they uh, who did they just destroy? Um, probably probably Watford. I feel like no, who everyone's was it? Was it Stoke? It was Everton. No, it was not Stoke. It was Everton. Yeah, Paul Pogba controlled the game. Yeah, he controlled everything about that game. Mm-hmm. Finishes with two assists. I think he got all three bonus points. Finishes. He and Lingard would have been a great pairing. 
I don't think it might be bad for, to pair Pogba and Lingard again. As long, obviously, as long as Pogba is is if Mourinho is going to play, you know, games with him, moving him forward, moving him back, if he's going to you know get you know skittish about some matchup and he's going to think he needs to play Paul, you know, Pogba back further, you know, closer to the defense, I think that will diminish his scoring ability. But even even with that, the times that he's done that, he's still averaging over six points per match for the season. Pog, Pogba's in a weird um, price range at 7.9. And yes. I say weird because there aren't many other guys around that price. I know. That you would want to own, period. Yeah. In other words, like, Seagerson's close at 8.0, but I'm not necessarily ready to own him. Now, Son, Son's at an 8.1. Yeah. And then David like Silva, and close. then David Silva's at an 8.1. So, you know, I'm, I'm a little pumped to talk about Son whenever we get to Tottenham, but right. um, because his, oh boy, <laughs> he's something else, man. All right, so so quickly, I'll add this. Anyway, the, I th- I think I feel like there's a lot here. No, there is. The two top guys, Scott, you could probably guess points per pound. Okay. For United, uh, I don't know that I can. Phil Jones. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at a high. 15.08 points per pound. And then yeah. Jesse Lingard at a 13.87. Yeah. So uh, Pogba. And Phil Jones has become ownable again. Yes. As a cross The saga yes. that was owning Phil Jones is less now than it was. Right. And again, the points per pound is going to show you the value as such as you're putting a team together. But the points per match. Yeah. That, listen, good. that's really important that's good too. Because, and I say that because of this. Pogba's price and his points that he's scored already this season, his points per pound is 9.49. But when you compare it to points when per match... he's actually played, yeah. Yep. yep. That becomes a more valuable stat. One guy we haven't talked about, uh, he went out on a stretcher due to a head injury just before the new year, has just come back, uh, scored as a substitute in their FA Cup match on this past weekend. Mm-hmm. This is uh, obviously Romelu Lukaku. Worth talking about? He is because if he's coming back, I mean, he's I I think he's he feels like he's gonna just go back to being a consistent scorer. I think a, so. Again, I I don't see why he wouldn't. I think just so. Return to at least at least the minimum of form that he was in whenever he whenever he left. His, Occasional goal or assist. His production when Pogba's playing is much better than when Pogba's not playing. Mm-hmm. Remember, they're man bros. Let's not forget that. The other thing is this, though. If you look at Lukaku's points per pound, it's a low 8.76. Right. That's very low for a striker. So yeah. at least a striker from a top club. The, the, thing, that's, the thing about Lukaku that I, I, I feel like there's a really – I feel like there's a big positive and then a really scary negative with him right now. The big positive is, other than the 13 minutes that he got against Southampton, against when they, when the, when they played Southampton, he missed the Everton match. Other than that, he played 90 minutes. So it's 90 minutes for Romelu Lukaku when he's out there, as long as he's healthy. It's 90 minutes. The big negative is weeks 1 through 11, Lukaku had 64 points. Weeks 12 to now, 35 points. Yeah, yeah that's really... So I, I know... Does that, how does that coincide with Zlatan's return? I know that he has continued Zlatan to play. Zlatan hasn't hardly played much in the Premier League matches. It's not about how much he's played. It's not about the fact that he's taken time away. It's just about him being there. 
Uh, Scott, I know that you want to make this a thing. I don't think it's a thing. Zlatan's obviously hurt uh, at the moment. Yeah. Uh, he'll be out till the end of the month. But his as return, much as you as much as you can he hurt came a lion back in match week twelve, <laughs> which is the match week that pivoted your stat. Yep, literally yeah, Lukaku's I mean, production dropped off the moment Zlatan returned. I mean, really, like it could it could be causation a, correlation. We don't know, but that is fascinating to me. It's really it could. That's I mean, interesting. We've said that, I especially say because that. Romelu Lukaku is an effing head case. <laughs> Listen. I hate that that happens to. It's to perfect. Line I know. Up. It's, it's perfect. It's like it's, it's freaking an, annoying. X Files almost. Lukaku's, but Lukaku, even with I would say, it, since week twelve, you say like, oh, not not obviously not as good as he did when he first started, but even with that, I mean, he's still just he's still at four point seven points per match. Not terrible. It's not. A, it's not good. He's got. There, there are guys it. that are that are. I mean, obviously, especially for strikers, there are guys that are that are higher than that. And for his, you know, for his money, it's the reason why everyone bailed on him to go to Murata to if they could to Kane, now yep. Aguero, everybody else. Absolutely. I, I don't know how many people. I really wonder if the percentage is going to drop below. What's he at? Is he less than twenty? Has he oh. got? Has he got down that far? Who? Who? Lukaku. Lukaku yeah. Twenty-two point five percent. Man, Cons- I mean, he was over. I mean, no, I think it's high. But I think it's, it's high but, too. But I think it's directly related to the fact that he was over fifty at, to, at various points true. in the season. Early, very early in the season. Right. Here's the deal: he's going to have one more streak in the second half of the season. Calling it now, I'll, I'd put a bet on it. He'll have one more good run of form, and that's it. And his his season ending numbers will seem okay. And maybe I'll look back and say, you know what? You could have had him, held on to him. He could have been one of those guys you just keep plugging into the lineup, and in the long run, you're going to be okay. But as I sit here right now, I've sold him, and I don't regret it. I bit. sold him a long time ago. I don't even yeah. remember yeah. when I did, but I, I did a long time. Uh, do you guys care about Luke Shaw getting more time? I think he's going to keep getting some more time, so maybe a little fringe guy in no, your lineup. I want to know when Valencia comes back. Uh, Luke Shaw is uh, – you honestly think that that's – is that it? What do you mean? That's the difference. That's why he, you think that's it. That's why he's starting is just is just Valencia. I know that they're not seeking. Tr- oh, if you can believe the rumors in the media, that uh, the fact that Luke Shaw is is playing all right uh, is one reason I why th- they're not going to. I think the go only reason why the guy in I, the January window. I think the only reason why Luke Shaw is getting any playing time at all is because they want to sell him. Mourinho's never liked Luke Shaw. Okay, Since I just think there. right now for if you if if he's going to play. If you see that he plays more, four point nine, you're not gonna buy. You're not gonna get an easier way into Manchester. That's fair. Defense. I just don't know how. I don't know, man. Mourinho kind of called him out publicly last year, calling him a wuss. Yeah, pretty much. True story. Third place, entering into the festive holiday period, was Chelsea. They are still in third place. They earned eight out of a possible twelve points, two wins, and two draws. The draws coming at Everton and at Arsenal. Of the nine goals that they scored in these four matches, eight different guys scored them. Yeah. Can I give you a special a special non-FPL podcast update? Sure. Alert. My phone, as you guys can see, is on silent. <laughs> and yet, something I said about Luke Shaw a second ago triggered Siri. <laughs> Shut up. And the phone beeped. 
You heard it. I heard it. And everyone listening heard it. It's all good. It's on silent. <laughs> I see it. I see it, man. And it was like, uh, and it was like, hey, Siri, 4.9, Luke <laughs> Shaw, easiest way into Manchester United. <laughs> All right, question. And maybe you guys already know the answer to this, so if yeah. you do, it's not fair. But if you don't, then play along with me. Who is the guy that scored two goals on Chelsea during the festive holiday period? Scored two goals on Chelsea? No, no, for Chelsea. For, yeah, yeah for w- Chelsea. it's got to be yes. William. It's got to be William. Mm. Eight different goal scorers, nine goals, which means one guy scored Marcus two. Marcus Alonso. And Brian would be right. Marcus Alonso, the only it. two. Marcus Alonso is expensive now. He's even more expensive than he was because people are buying him a lot. Okay. You guys want to hear something as expensive as Marcus Alonso is? Points per pound. He is number two behind Otamendi in value, Brian, at a 16.8. Yeah. And, you know, and that's you because know. he's the top scorer overall. Well, he's overcoming his high price by scoring the most points. That's what you. That's what the top-priced well, guy should do, right? Well, what, what that points per pound tells you is that even though he's expensive, he's earning it. That's exactly right. And he should. That's exact. It, it basically means his, his price is right. Yes. That's yeah. what it means. Actually, it actually means you're getting more value for the price because yeah. – in other words, like if you know, if you you can't look at the top and say and say you know the top three or four guys and say, well, their price is right. Well, actually, no. Probably you come back to the middle, their price is right, and then understand that everyone above them, right, you're getting a better value for their price. But you're right. Is Listen, he tops on Chelsea? You said you got yes, the top two. Yes, yes, he is. And Aspilicueta is second. Interesting. With sixteen point two. Morata's just not scoring enough right now to crack. Morata. Yeah, the thing that Morata is fourth in points per pound on his team. Okay. And, he's and, missed some and, and you want to hear something that is really surprising. And, and I'll, I'll, two guys, points per pound, popped up on Chelsea that we have hardly talked about at all this season. Number one is Willian mm-hmm. at a at a 12.08. And that is a not that's not a bad average or points per pound at 12.8. And and, and, the, uh, and the guy right above him in third place for Chelsea is N'Golo Conte, who I'm not sure has scored or assisted, but probably has benefited from some from some bonus points. And clean sheets, he is a twelve point six pot five points per pound. That was really, really surprising to me. Interesting. Um, he's going to play if he's healthy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The tough thing, and and William has some. The interesting thing for as far as points per match with William is when he plays sixty minutes, his points per match is five point six. That's pretty good. Very good. Yeah, but. Overall, which he has appeared in every match this season. Has he really? He has appeared in every match this season. That is shocking. I would not have thought that at all. I know. Well, the reason why it's the reason why it's because he hasn't started. The reason why five point six in matches over sixty minutes. The reason why that's it's almost the most unhelpful thing I could say is because (laughs) that was (laughs) eleven matches. Half of the matches matches this season, he's appeared for more than sixty minutes. Every other match was he has a match of 55, 27, 26, 22. Seven of the matches that he appeared in were for fewer than 20 minutes. Uh, so, so his for the season, in 22 matches, his, his points per match is 3.6, 3.68 to be specific. So and, not, but, but then in the games he started, not it's higher, great, right? But that's the thing. When he plays, if he plays, if he... Basically, if he starts, you know you're going to get, I would assume you're going to get at least a half, probably more from him. And if he's going to play most of the time, 
you're he's great and he's been great all season for them he has a lot of points i would say you know you'd be thrilled with that 5.6 yeah. per match from a guy that means goal or assist yeah. in every match that he plays 50, 50 plus minutes Brian, what, does that. what is um before we go any further what is an average points per match number i would guess around three or less really or, yeah because so anyone say, above three i'd like look at the big like that's why i would say compare him to eden hazard who's played who's up, who's played 18 times this season hazard is 5.28 for the season in the matches points he's per match 5.28 points per match willian in 60 plus minute appearances is at 5.64 hmm. do you want to know what Murata is yeah who's obviously one of the top First of all, guess, is he more or less than five? In the matches he's appeared in, he's going to be more. 19 matches, more uh, or less than five points per 19 match. is a higher number. I think he's expected. less because he's gone on a cold streak yeah, the last five matches. I didn't think it was 19 matches, so he's I'm going to go he's less appeared than five. in 19 matches. Less than five. Alvaro Morata, 5.05 points per match <laughs> in 19 over. matches. <laughs> Just over five. Yeah. So Interesting. You know, that's 34 minutes he played against Manchester City. Right. He played 17 minutes against Southampton earlier in the season, 31 minutes in his first appearance against Burnley, but he came off the bench to get a goal and an assist. So Murata's been know. very good, obviously, for the for yeah. the season. But with Chelsea, there's a reason why the top points per pound is in the defense. Like, the midfield is just too much of an unknown. It's way too much. Yeah. Like, I drafted Pedro. Mm-hmm. Pedro had a decent year last year. Yeah. I drafted, now not early in the draft, no, obviously, no. but I drafted Pedro for my midfield yeah. thinking he'd be decent in there. I'd play him and he'd be fine. No. Yeah. No, I, I dropped him so fast. He's had, I mean, because he doesn't get chosen enough and hasn't had the output to, yeah. you know, to, to correspond. Willian, Fabregas, mm-hmm. con- I mean, I'll throw uh, a cons- yeah, Like, you just I, don't know yeah, based what you're on, get. Based on the numbers, there are... The the ownable the guys that you would say definitely for Chelsea you would say right now as Pilaqueta yeah has been up up until a couple you know probably a festive period you'd say he was the number one guy to own on Chelsea right I think Alonso has now leapfrogged him in over point, the in festive points. period right. because of those two so goals. Alon- it's the reason why Alonso's up I think to seven point three now or something he like is that. he's up seven point three I know you want everyone would want Hazard because you know for for his just for his potential uh just as a just to, by comparison if you take out the matches that Hazard played fewer than 20 minutes which was four so he played fewer than 20 minutes four times this season. The 14 matches that Eden Hazard has played over 60 minutes, he's at six and a half points per match. So it's it's a full point. It's like a, you know almost a full point and a half higher whenever he plays most of the game. So you'd be thrilled with that. If you knew you were getting 60-plus minutes from Hazard all the time, right? you'd just say, yeah, he sh- maybe should be one of those fixtures. In Salah the one, Hazard two. Yeah, right. exactly. But... It's that exact. It's that exact thing. It's yep. it's really tough to say. And I would say now with Murata, you know, who knows what they're going to do with rotation with him? It's just not the same kind of points per match up front as it is with uh, Aspilicueta and Alonso for it, the season. It's really interesting. Alonso's last six matches: six fourteen six fourteen six seven. That's ridiculous. 
Who is this? Alonzo. Yeah. Alonzo's last six matches. Well, and scoring a couple of goals in there. Nothing less than six helps in every single and, one of those. And I like just to say too, like I'm not I don't I don't know how reliable it is to go points per match for defensive players just because def- you you because clean sheets mean so much. Right. Yeah. And, and Chelsea so, had three of them. And in it's this the period. same with like so you look at you look at David De Gea and Manchester United and say, Hey, twelve clean sheets for the season so far. That impacts what they do so much that in a way you're not there, there's no way you're buying Chris Smalling because you're saying like oh man I hope he has a goal this week like that right. that's the, it would be the same for any of those guys Marcus Alonso might be one yeah. of the very few guys where you just say he might get I, I think I think the fantasy Premier League said it like he might get to ten goals before the season is over <laughs> he started for off a seven dollar guy. A seven dollar defender who has the potential for that kind of return at this point, I I mean, I don't know that any amount is too high. I know we've gone back and forth with uh Alonzo this season, but not lately though. I don't know. Not it, lately. It, I mean, I don't know that, that it's a bad that's a bad move. Hey even Brian, if, Brian if Marcus Alonzo was a midfielder, he would be fifth in overall scoring and he would by far be the cheapest midfielder at huh. at that. So, in other words, he Erickson has is a nine point three and has one hundred and fifteen points. Alonzo is a seven point three, two billion dollars less with one hundred and twenty three points. The only caveat you'd have, to that is that his goals are worth yeah, well, more. Is that and you'd have to adjust down for clean sheets a little yeah, bit. But right. still, I mean, but his points would still be really high. Yeah, points per pound. Marcus Alonzo second overall, second to Odomendi. Big deal. Liverpool entered the festive holiday period in fourth, and they exited it in fourth as well, earning 10 of a possible 12 points, as we mentioned before, tying City and Tottenham for the most during this period of time. Three wins and a draw. The draw coming in the very first of the 40 matches at Arsenal, that 3-3 thriller. Uh, Lots of goals scored by Liverpool over this period, uh, 12 total, three of them from Firmino, three from Mo Salah, Two from Philippe Coutinho, but I don't know if you guys have heard, uh, but Philippe Coutinho has been sold to Barcelona. Yeah, bye bye, Philippe. Scott, I have a question for you because of Coutinho. Okay. First, I would like you to guess what you think in the fourteen matches Philippe Coutinho's points per match high rate is. very high um, eight. Not that high. No. Seven point uh, right. three six. Okay. That is high, which though. is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by comparison, Salah in the 21 matches that he's appeared is a solid eight. Interesting. So Coutinho in right 14 on. is at 7.36. I mean, he was auditioning for Barcelona, so he was absolutely motivated, and he's now gotten what he wants. And it'll be interesting to see number one what Coutinho's absence does to everyone gonna, else. That's what I was going to ask. Left you. behind. Who? So one. Uh, does this does this impact? I, it seems like. Coutinho being there or not has had zero impact on Salah. Right. So does is this better? Do you see it as being better for anyone? And in particular, I would say, does Mane or Firmino benefit more with Coutinho being gone? The answer is yes. Okay. And <laughs> the reason on. why I say that. No, the reason you why I say pick. that. No, I think both. All both right. will benefit. The reason is because Coutinho takes away from their opportunities. 
Right. Coutinho plays behind them, shoots from outside the box, scores goals, and he's not looking to provide service to them as they're running towards the goal. Where you know, assists just kind of happen with him. Exactly uh, from deflections right. or it's you know, not saves. Ozil and Sanchez Correct. in the midfield. That's absolutely you know, right. Right. Whereas when you have someone like Lalana or Oxley Chamberlain now taking that spot, they're going to be looking to feed Mane, Firmino, Salah more than Coutinho would. So hopefully, if that's you're a Liverpool that's interesting. fan, interesting. If you're a Liverpool fan, the hope is anything you lose from Coutinho, you gain in goals from Mane and Firmino and assists from Lalana and the Ox. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what's kind of rough? Uh, I was as forwards go. Uh, we talked about you know I said Kane and Aguero are so far beyond everyone else, but guess who's guess who is the guy for this for the season? That would be closest to those guys. Is it Firmino? It is Firmino. Bobby! At 5.19 points per match in the 29 matches in which he's appeared. And I would say he's been down. He has the potential. Well, he went way down enough for everyone on this podcast to bail on him that had him at any point this season. But he's definitely in form now. I mean, he scored two of the four matches. That's the reason why... I know, I know you could go back in podcasts past and find me saying that I would rather have Jamie Vardy for the season yeah. over Firmino. Sure. Um, that is entirely based on Jamie Vardy playing every minute all the time, kind of no matter what. Jamie Vardy didn't miss a match all season until Huddersfield. He didn't play fewer than 71 minutes in any match all season where Firmino has four matches where he played less than 20 minutes, didn't play against Chelsea week 13. Uh, you know, I think I would imagine international breaks are always going to impact him when, if and whenever that happens. But but for the rest of this season now, I don't know how Coutinho leaving them doesn't make Firmino at anything less. Like I would say when anywhere near $9 now seems like, an absolute steal for Roberto Firmino, given the potential in the like those points that are now going to need to be made up. Or I know you can't go one for one. It's not like that's a huge amount of of fantasy points to lose. Coutinho, yeah, yeah. to take Coutinho, seven points per match for from Coutinho. And in out. fairness, Coutinho could deliver a beautiful ball. To Salah or anyone else, up right? Too, I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. But let's not make him overly one-dimensional. I, I know I risked making him overly one-dimensional, but I do think there is potential for the guys who are still there to make up for the loss. Ma- Sadio Mane is at five even per match, and he's been down too. Right. I would say so. He has, and he missed so many. I mean, he missed yeah. weeks five through six, eight to ten. He missed yeah. 15, 18, I just want to go on record. I'm totally interrupting you because I'm so frustrated that Sadio Mane is the first and still only player to kick someone in the face and get a red card for it in the Premier League this year. Yeah, and it's happened a lot. Everyone a lot. else who has done it this year, and it happens a lot, like you said, yeah. it's been a yellow card. Yeah. I get it looked bad, but that's... That that makes me want to. Yeah, that makes, that me makes swear. you need to get Dave the squeaky toy out. I almost made him. Um, That's frustrating. 
No, I it's almost it. like Mane had to get a red card for the referees well, to, but to maybe modulate reali- down to a yellow. Well, but but maybe they realize that. Maybe they all got in the in the. the all the refs got an email. Well, that's my point. It's frustrating. From, from the referee authority. They've at least been consistent since, right? Sure. I, that's why I say I think they probably... I mean, man, a mistake was made. I mean, it did look like he did try to kick off Ederson's face. Let's just be honest. The tough Too thing bad. with Mane is that he's still really expensive. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah, sure. Sure you did. Keep going, Brian. The tough thing with Mane is that he's still really expensive. And what has made what has made $9 midfielders who are very consistent and scoring well, such as Christian Eriksen or yeah. Sadio Mane, even, even with all of his missed matches, is everyone from Manchester City. Especially not, I mean, right. We can talk. There's you know, so we, many we other options. We didn't really talk much about David Silva, who I say is a non-option now that we know why he's missing time. Right. Um, we do. We know why. Do we know what you and I why? No, sure. Yeah, no, but no, I, I'm not trying to go back to Manchester City. No, no, talk no, about I'm, them a ton. But, but, but is, this, just, is this tabloid truth? Or oh no, this is this is this fact is, truth. This tell, is factual. tell the fantasy soccer FC Nation. Brian. It's because his he it was because of a birth of a baby and it was a premature birth. Right. Who was the reporter who said it wasn't? It was a. It was someone from the. It was someone that covers Manchester City. Uh, I could find the name. I can't remember. It was in. Let's rewind our podcast back a sure. few weeks and find out who that was. Yeah, sure. But it was. But I think what I think the thought was it wasn't because of an unexpected birth of a baby that was like, oh, he just got there. He and his wife or girlfriend or I, I don't know. Right. Is he married? Those what, are facts. That his we significant look other. At some point. Either way. Now that Pep has confirmed that it is that he needs like this is important for him to go back, it is likely he will miss more matches. Yeah, sure. So he has the freedom to come and go as necessary. I would just say you you can't own that guy. You yeah. can't. Um, but no, all the other you know, I, especially Raheem Sterling, it makes it makes nine point three for Sadio Mane. Tough to who's own. been who's been it's not an option. I, I agree. It's not an, and medium to down. Well, it, it's last year. Like not really a great own. Last year, you remember, Aguero's number was so inflated to, at the start of the season that no one, like, it almost made it unownable yeah. most of the year. Mane's in that area right now. Now, if in the post Coutinho era, he starts putting him in. It's true. I'm immediately going to jump on that. Well, and the one the one big plus for Sadio Mane, if you wanted to do is purely differential. He's six point nine percent owned. Yeah. I would I would I would be willing to bet that most just on that number, most mini league teams are not having the guy. Yeah. So it's but but for Liverpool it's Salah one, Firmino two, anyone else a distant three. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk about Virgil? Oh well, yeah, Virgil. That's kind of a big deal. That is a really big deal. Uh, scored in the EFL Cup, nope, FA Cup yep. uh, match that took place this past weekend on his uh, official debut. He'll make his Premier League debut probably very soon. His price is a 5.4. Yeah. Now, I wanted to bring this up real quick. Points per pound, Salah, no, no, I mean, he's third overall. So it went Otamendi and then Alonso That's and then so. Salah, right? Uh, he, he is by far the highest scoring person in fantasy soccer, right? Fantasy football. So Salah, 16.63 points per pound. Wow. Gomez, second on the team, 13.19 points per pound. Despite the rotation he sometimes suffers from. Yeah. I know. Very interesting. It is interesting. Um, So, But you know what that tells me? Low price. 
No, he's scoring a good amount of points, and his price is low. And we've so, talked about Liverpool's sneaky clean sheets before. Now, they yeah. only had one in the four matches during the holiday period. Right. But you got to believe that Virgil van Dijk is going to help shore that up. I agree. But it, So my, my next question is then this. Is that going to affect Joe Gomez's playing time? I it's can't Joe, it right? Would. Is it Joe? It's Joe. <laughs> it's Joe. Um, <laughs> I can't say that it would because they don't play the same position yeah, back. He's, yeah, but Gomez played center back, I feel like, a little bit. He, he can. But, I mean, he's been out at, at right back yeah. in a rotation with Trent Alexander-Arnold. Yeah, it's, it's Gomez good. and Alexander-Arnold and then – Robertson. Luckily for for and uh, Andy Robertson, free Andrew Robertson no, is that Moreno's been injured. Yeah, yeah. and so he's the he's honestly Robertson's the defender the that player, I have man. flirted with when I've been trying to set up transfers. Uh, I, I nearly bought Andy Ro- Robertson, Robertson a couple weeks so ago. Good. Moreno's still going to be out for a while. It's 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 probably weeks away. So if you wanted to, there is no better time. I think but Robertson's for, but under five. But he's for whatever 7. reason, he didn't play against Burnley. I thought that was odd. I don't know. I'm not sure what the strategy was. Uh, I guess they needed to give. I mean, Lavan and it was and two days Lovren. later. Yeah, I, I mean, guess. I guess it's just rotation and yeah. rest. So either way, I, I wish Andy. I wish Andrew Robertson was the guy back there. All right, we move on to fifth place. It is Tottenham Hotspur. They entered the holiday period seventh, moved up to fifth because they earned ten out of a possible twelve points. Uh, the holiday period started with a. Uh, Hat trick, uh, two in a row, actually, from Harry Kane. Amazing. Uh, but we talked about Son a little bit. He scored twice as well yeah. during this period. Um, there's not – you can't say enough about Harry Kane. One of my favorite things with Harry Kane, I know we, we've mentioned, you know, you talk about the ICT index with the FPL. One of my oh, favorite, yeah. One of my favorite things for Harry Kane is that his threat number is, like, 15,000. <laughs> And like number two is like nine thousand. It's like not even close. So I'm sure that has entirely to do with like touches in the box and shots on target, all that stuff. Like, can we? I just want to correct the record, Brian. I'm sorry. It's fifteen hundred. Oh, it's fifteen hundred. Yeah. I want it to be more like Dragon Ball Z type power levels. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking of. Should we refer to Harry Kane as Mr. Threat? Uh, He is a Mr. Threat. That's for sure. Yeah, sure. Um. No, I, I, the, I feel like the debate with the debate with Tottenham is not should you own Harry Kane. We've already said right. either you have him or you don't. And if you don't, getting him is going to be difficult no matter what. Unless you use your wild card. What I'm saying is True. he's so expensive now. It took me four four match weeks right. to get from Lukaku to Kane. I just I would just like to just, you can look at it right now. Harry Kane was as low as 12.6, I think. He was 12.4 when he went and after after his terrible August. Uh-huh. Um, and now he's back up. I, I think he's back up to 12.9 now. He is 12.9. Uh, so getting him is going to be ridiculously hard if you haven't already. The tough thing is, the tough thing with Spurs is, should you own anyone else? Because I feel like if you have Kane, it's really tough to get. I personally do not, and I'm not looking that direction. Right. Delhi, forget his goal. Right. Not an option for me yet. Erickson's always going to be someone that I look at if I've got the money. Yes. But I'm not ready. He's got to get hotter. Uh, and no one in the defense appeals to me. I've got a couple of guys. I've got Vertonghen in my draft league. 
but I'm not going to go out and get him in my right. budget league. The so price the defense, is too high. There's, there's too much rotation with the yep. with Davis, On the wing. Rose, Trippier, uh, Ari. There's yep. too much rotation with those guys. I don't know how you can. I don't know how you could own them in good conscience. Here is my case for Hyun Ming Song. Yes. Yeah. Okay. For the season, 4.71 points per match. 21 matches in which he has appeared. But I can't, I, I don't have it in front of me, but I can't believe there's been that many of them where he's played the full 90. Since week 15, Son has played 75 minutes or more in every match since week 15. What is his points per match since week 15? Go. Uh, six-ish. Seven. Seven point seven five. Wow. Sixty-two points that's since done. week fifteen. Is that, high, that's, is that higher than Lingard? It is one of the highest of anyone. Remember, now looking at a limited time frame. Though. Remember, for the season, Mo Salah is eight. Right. I'm saying yes. So we said Jesse Lingard since week fourteen. Right when he started, is at seven point seven eight. Okay, so since they're week almost 15, identical. Then. Son is at seven point seven five. Wow. I'm saying that if Son is going to keep doing this, yeah, at an eight point one, and there's only one way he's not, and that's if Pochettino doesn't play him. Yes, I feel like the deja vu. That we this had these the exact story last year. At the exact same time. This feels it feels like we have done this before. My feeling about Son is we saw what he did last year. He finished in the top was he top I'm pretty sure he was top ten. I want to say he was near top five because Erickson. No, there's no, there's no way he was that high. Erickson, Son, and Delhi were all in the top. T- I, I'm almost sure of it that they were all in the top ten. Wow. They every Son, they all are right Son, now. Delhi and Kane all scored twenty goals last season. Great. So, I'm saying that for Son at eight point one, to me, it's it is a is that better owned than Pogba? I feel like I because, would. I feel like because of their Pog- I feel like because of their price, I don't know how you couldn't easily get both of those guys. Right. In your, I, I'm saying like I know that I know that the value is different for you know you, there are big guns that are out there, but I'm like these guys are scoring like they are showing the kind of scoring ability that that like especially for Sun that you know they've had like this is nothing new. He was amazing last year. I'm surprised it's taken this long. We're not going to get to this guy. This guy I'm about to mention in this pod, but he's close to the price of Sun and he's been hot too. Mares, would you rather have Mares or would you rather have Son? No, right we now? can talk about Mares in the next in the next batch. Of no, I know. My I, answer is Mares because yeah. I know Mares is going to play. Yeah, and that's the big thing. Sure, is that Mares's minutes are bigger, but and it's and that's it's a harder. Listen, like I'm not, and I don't want to get like I Christian Eriksen has been very good. Yeah, sure. His this season he's been good. He's at over five points per match. He's played all 22 matches. He's played 63 minutes in. He played 63 minutes against Watford. Hasn't played fewer than seventy-two in any other match. He's almost not. He's 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 almost on the field for as much as as anyone can be. Yeah. Since week fifteen, he's at almost six points per match. He's scored forty-six wow. points since week fifteen. Christian Eriksen is is doing well. It's just the money. It's yeah. it's. Can you afford a nine-dollar guy in your midfield when you know that you can get more points right now 
from Marco Arnautovic. Yeah. And I don't want to drag him up too quickly. Sure. But Marco's been hot recently. Yes. He's cared. Yes. And I want a guy who cares. Yeah. That's why I've sold Lukaku. Yeah. And I'm interested in Marco. So anyway, I just I, I I'm saying that Son, this is like blistering for Son right now. Yeah. Bring but on the smiles. Will it will yeah. it bring will on playing the smiles? Time. Continue. Yeah, right? That's the big question mark. I just think it's really good. It, it says a lot the past seven matches in a row. I know it's been a tougher. They've had some tough matches. This this stretch has not been the easiest for them. But seven seven straight matches of 75 minutes. That's big. Yeah. Anyway. All right. That's your top five. Obviously, you're going to have the most to discuss in these uh, top five clubs. Uh, so hopefully you learned a lot. I thought this was great, guys. Great, great perspective, great analysis. Oh, and Lots there's of more to coming. But there's more to come. More to come. So stay tuned. That's it. We'll see you at the next pod. It's fun to be back for the Fantasy Soccer FC podcast. This is David Smith. Until next time.